0: Welcome back to The Truth Hurts with with J&A. So today we are going to be talking about um, abuse in relationships. What we've experienced, what we've experienced with friends. Or Um, what we've witnessed. Yeah. Um, We're just going to tell you guys how we feel and what we've gone through, I guess.
1: Because, you know, there's always been, sometimes people don't talk about it, but there's always somebody else who could relate to that situation or feels like, oh, it was an abuse because I didn't get hit. Mm-hmm.
0: So this is our trigger warning. You know, if you've been on it or been through it, and you did something you don't want to listen to, totally get it. Don't listen. Yeah. Um. Or if it's gonna be
1: bring back bad memories, yeah, just skip it.
0: And um, again, if you know us, and obviously we probably haven't told a lot of people about stuff like this. Um, don't make it weird. Except for me,
1: I got a big <laughs> ass mouth. If you've done me dirty, so um. <clears throat> But I speak about it because I, because I'm the type of person who wants to bring awareness to yeah. what's being done and that things can't get hidden or stay behind closed doors forever. I guess that's kind the of my truth point.
0: Always the light about people
1: mm-hmm. so let's yeah. get into it. So who's going first? Who wants to start or what what's uh-huh. let's do this. We'll rewind a little bit. Let's say, uh, what's your opinion of abuse in a relationship?
0: I think anything where you're downgrading a person, even like, Name calling, I think,
1: so I emotional the, abuse too. Yeah, because
0: I, I think at some point, I like, keep telling someone they're stupid or they're worthless no good. or they're useless or why am I with you? They're gonna start mm-hmm. to believe like, dang, am I really useless? Am oh, I really yeah.
1: It's almost like brainwashing. Why is he with me?
0: Like maybe I he is too good for me or she's too good for me. Like I feel mm-hmm. like that is like it's psychological. Like you get into their head to where you start to believe that um so that's why you have to be very careful with how you react to something even when you're upset Mm -hmm.
1: in my opinion i think um abuse is how you said emotional abuse it could be psychological abuse as well um like playing mind games, mm-hmm. gaslighting—how we've called it now—you know—in two thousand twenty-two, um, of course, and nobody could forget the real definition of abuse: the physical part.
0: And even if it's a push, like he pushed you in your head or he pushed he you in the wall, yeah, anything that comes in contact—that is physical. I don't. Even, it is damn what you say. It there is. is no reason why just because be, he or
1: she didn't swing at you yeah. purposely or just to aim. You don't
0: have bruises? No. No. If you at any moment flinch because you were scared of that person,
1: that's abuse. That's abuse. Yeah. So have you experienced any of that firsthand? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, we
0: laugh about it now because we've come so far, but it's really not a laughing. Um, yes. Uh my first boyfriend was probably or is the only one that was really abusive.
1: Um How old were you if you don't mind me asking? I was eighteen. Yeah, so
0: I was really young and I was You know naive um and i think it just it was so bad that it was like that trauma bond like i couldn't run away from it like dumb as it sounds like the person that's treating you bad is like the only one that can make you feel better an
1: odd addiction
0: yes it's weird to describe but yeah um but yeah he was verbally mentally physically like everything and how long were you with him? Um, I was with him for three years.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah. And it sometimes becomes a vicious cycle to where you feel like you can't get out. Yeah. Or like you're just, you almost start telling yourself like, this is the life I chose. These are my choices. Mm-hmm. Now I'm stuck here. I can't leave, you know, and I defend this person so much in front of the eyes of other people. And yeah, I paint this. i knew. Like I and nobody really
0: liked him because he just his personality wasn't that great. He wasn't a people person. Especially if they're older than you. Yeah, they could see through that my shit. My family was not fond of him. Um, but it came to the point where I um what made me realize like I needed to like end it was um I was in the kitchen and my dad ended up seeing bruises on my arm and he was like I'm gonna ask you something, and I was like, "Okay." And he was like, "What's on your arm?" And I was like, "Oh, I hit myself." And my dad was like, "But it made no sense." Yeah, and I was like, "You've been hitting yourself quite often." And I was like, mm. "And he's like, I'm just gonna ask you—is your boyfriend like hitting you?" And I was like, "No, of course not. He would never."
1: Yeah. And parents know they feel it, they they sense it, and the way you respond, even covering up the lie, yeah. is like a dead giveaway. Yeah. But dang. So yeah, I feel like in one relationship, I definitely experienced, I feel like all forms of abuse besides the purposely aiming to hit you type abuse. Um, It was in my late 20s. I was with this person for about, mm, about two and a half years and the first year this person painted rainbows and butterflies. Everything was perfect. Was it
0: the love bombing?
1: It could have been, you know, now that I think about it, now that I've learned about it, it could have been. But this person was absolutely perfect. Like, I'm like, you know what? This is it. Like, and then I it's. Found the one. Yeah. And it first started with kind of like a mind manipulation. Like, I know who this is. Yep. Yeah. A lot of you know who this is. <laughs> it was first like mind manipulation. And it was like, no, you don't have to work. I I got you.
0: And that was like the that's control. a red flag that
1: now I know never to give somebody that that much power to power over my life. And I believed him. So I quit my job where I was making fucking bank. I was making good money. It was weird it was weird timing cuz my health was at risk at that time. I went ahead and became a stay-at-home mom of Children that he had, and then my child. And at the same time, I think I was trying to convince myself that it was okay because I never got to be a stay at home mom with my child or spend so Mm -hmm. much time with my daughter. So I'm like, no, 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 it's, it's, he's doing this for the right reasons, you know? Yeah. And why would God put me in this position if it wasn't like I've never let no man ever pay my bills or take care of me? And for this man to come into my life and say, you know what, you don't need nobody else, I got you this person was like an A1 manipulator and an A1 like narcissist. So fast forward a little bit, we move in. It wasn't even two months later that I started seeing like the, the anger come out, the breaking of cabinets and like trying to squish things like in an attempt to break something in their hand and slamming things. And I'm like, who is this person? You know, like what the where hell does
0: anger come from? Yeah,
1: and then I started questioning my worth, how you were saying, and questioning what am I doing to trigger it, and because I'm unhappy
0: with me. Yeah, he or
1: instead of me trying to think like where the root of his problems were, and, the, and 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 you know accepting the fact that we can't change people like that, I started questioning my worth and what I was offering him. And at this point, I was offering him everything. Like I cooked, I cleaned I picked up. After and the sometimes children you do
0: those things thinking that that's going to make them happy and they're going to be the perfect.
1: They're going to do like a 360 yeah. and turn around and be this perfect person for you. But so then we fast forward a little bit more. Then it became like a little more mind manipulation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if you don't go on this girl's trip, then I can't go on this guy's trip. And I really didn't want to go on this girl's trip. And he's like, well, I already told these guys' girlfriends that you're going with them. And so I'm like, like okay. oh, okay. So then I would go. And the whole time, it was all gravy until I got home. It was like, what the fuck did you do out there? What were you doing behind my back? I could just imagine how you were acting. Oh, I could just imagine how you were dressed. So I'm
0: like, you got pictures
1: the whole time I was up well, there. That was
0: another thing that he would do. Is he was very controlling on how I dressed. Like, Ooh. I remember um, I had gone in my first car accident and I called him because I was like, what do I do? You know, you call your man. Yeah. You know, my dad was working. My brother was working. Your go-to. I called my man, you know, I'm leaving. This is my first semester in college. I'm leaving school. And his first thing was, well, what are you wearing? And it was if you live where we live, you know it's hot as shit. So you're. I'm probably wearing some shorts and like, and like a crop a top. top. <laughs> yes, I was wearing shorts and a tank top, and he was like, "You were probably trying to wave at a guy, that's why he you got hit." hit. <laughs> I was like, "No, bro, so who, who comes up with this? With who like... up with this?" And um, he had this thing where I was tell him like, oh, "I'm gonna go to the mall like with my brother or a friend." He's like, "No, you can't go." He's like, mm, like I'm who you, go. who are you gonna
1: go see? Yeah, you ever got that one? Who are you going to go no, see? No, you can't
0: go. I said, you can't go. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go because I'm not going to do anything wrong. And then he would find out somehow that I was there.
1: He's, then it became you lied to me. Yeah. So you're hiding something. Oh my God, That's just my a mind God. game. Like, I, I just, I cannot put myself in the shoes of these people who could constantly run their day thinking like, everybody's against me. They're mm-hmm. out to screw me.
0: This person is like doing the dirty and nowhere near it. Like,
1: that's sad. Like eventually this relationship had gotten to the point where it was like broken phones, shoving my face into a couch where I couldn't breathe while I was being yelled at, being drugged down the hall, being thrown in a room and like, like thrown near a bed and being, I ended up with bruises everywhere. And I constantly had bruises also where I was being questioned. And, um, For a while I was in shitty Philly. Yeah. For a while I was embarrassed. And then after a while I was like, maybe if I speak up a little bit, like to friends or family, like I could find a way to get out because now think about it. I hadn't been working out and then the almost the full year is going by. And then on top of that, I had like really, really like verbal abuse from um, his family as well, who were defending these narcissistic ways. And then I started to realize like, oh, okay, that's where you get it from. Oh, okay, nobody's telling you you're doing something wrong. So, of course, you're going to keep doing this. And I've talked to exes. Mm-hmm. And I talked to um, other women who knew people he dated or knew, you know, the, the mother of his child or previous girls. And and they all told me the same thing. They're like, he has a pattern. He does this all the time. And he uses foul language. It got to the point where even being yelled at, I started getting nauseous and crying so much that I'd end up puking. Because I was just like, I don't even know if it was fear anymore. I think I was just like mentally and internally exhausted. And finally, like, I know it sounds so cliche, but I turned I turned more to my faith in God. And I was able to kind of like put myself together mentally and get out of this situation. But even after the fact, it took quite some time. And PTSD of these these mm-hmm. relationships are real. It took quite some time for me to say, okay, like, let me put myself back together. Even though I had moved out, I, it took a really long time. And this person actually kind of still, um, not not personally, like we don't talk, but in one way or another, this person's name comes up or them and people associated with them comes up. And I feel like it kind of still haunts, it's, like, certain times. I feel it's going to haunt you. I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't
0: think if there's, I think even you're down the line, like, it just stays with you. Because mm-hmm. even now, like, <clears throat> most of it's pretty, like, gone. Like, how I feel towards, you know, a guy in a relationship. But, like, definitely, like, once I see, like, a guy yelling, i like, I'm just,
1: like. Yeah. Ugh. It's a scary feeling. And I'm very thankful that it never got to the point to where my life was in danger. Or maybe, you know, my child's life was in danger. But I have had friends who've been stabbed or cut or, you know, shanked. Um, in the abuse or in defense I've had friends who've been beaten and I feel like at one point I was even saying like well I'm not being abused because I'm not being beaten up I'm not being physically harmed and when I I started seeing a a psychiatrist on my way out of the relationship and I started learning and reading and kind of educating myself on what I've been through
0: actually read um there was this one video I seen on reactive abuse, and mm-hmm. I never even knew it was such a thing. But I've never heard of that. So it's basically when someone pokes you, like say they're trying to get a reaction to you, right? Mm-hmm. And you never had that happen. And yes. I know, I can like I have a picture in my head of like exact scene, mm-hmm. and you're trying not to give that reaction because yes. you know. And then you finally are like, you blow up, right? Yeah. You're like throwing share You're mm-hmm. like, you're, you gave them that reaction, mm-hmm. and they're just sitting down. And they're just like, you're fucking crazy. Oh my god, and that just like, yeah, look at you, like, yeah, what are how you I, doing? like why are you it? doing this? And it's like, bro, you fucking made me do this. Like, and that happened you in this pushed me to this point,
1: and now I'm the crazy one. Exactly. And I've even had family members. I've okay. So we see. I don't know if you've been in this position. and I shouldn't say we. I've seen both sides of the story I've oh, yeah. been with the abuser and I've also known the abuser um, oh, nice. and I'm not too fond of that but I've heard it and I've seen it and I know I know the young lady who's listening who's on the other side who was the victim like I love you so much and I know you're gonna hear this and I know you're one of our biggest fans right now mm-hmm. and rooting us on but I witness and I heard, and I seen her in so much pain for dating somebody who I knew who was the abuser and who would mindfuck her and who would manipulate her and who took everything away from her and, and not to put that person down, but, she, but she allowed him and we've all been in those shoes, you know, and she allowed him until now. Like, I, I know it's still not easy for her. To get over that person because you do have love for people like that. You you try to hang on to the good. I think
0: it's your love. I think I think how they get you in the beginning is like the love bombing. You think of all mm-hmm. those beautiful memories and you're like, what made this person? I got the chills. What made <laughs> this person turn into this scary monster? Like, why can't I get those memories back? Why? Can't and that's I not get the back? real them. No, it's the I real them is the person. Them, they, had. Yeah. they like it was like a disguise. You know, no. they had this pretty charming person on and then under was the scary evil person they really are but you're so in love with them and what you think it's like, like
1: you're almost clouded a little bit yeah to see the truth. like you
0: create these scenarios in your head where you think like this this is what we could be if mm-hmm. i just stick it through like yeah. i just need to get it together it's me i'm the problem mm-hmm. like i'm the one pissing him off or i'm yeah. the one causing all of these issues when really you could do anything and that person is still going to be that person like, yeah let them go change. be that person with somebody else who's going to
1: let them because i'm sorry over here we ain't doing that shit
0: anymore Mm-mm. so i
1: i will allow you we're all human now after i've learned you know the narcissist ways the manipulator the the gaslighting after i've learned all this stuff i think i've uh, realized okay i'll give you one or two chances to t- like to show me that you're not all for this or you know, that you're being inconsistent. But as soon as I see a red flag of any of those traits that I just listed, I'm just like, nope, bye. Or- bye. It doesn't end very well. No. And we just got to realize we can't change people. Those people still have hope, I think. But they have to want to do it for
0: themselves. They have to realize what their problem is because there's something inside of them that's making them this mm-hmm. in person. And I think because... They see the love and they know that you would basically do anything for them that they could break you Mm -hmm. and like that's the hard part too like when you're in that relationship like why it was so hard for me to leave was because I constantly got broke down every day like there was some shit he was like name calling me like I literally thought I was like
1: the worst girlfriend ever yeah I wasn't shit I
0: was worthless like in my mind um until I realized, like, I'm not the problem. Like, no. that's fucked up shit in his head. Like,
1: and there, the root of this is usually something of, of their their youth, their childhood, mm-hmm. or what they witnessed in their home. And that was my point in that relationship. I'm like, you're teaching the kids in our home, mine and so yours, like... that this is okay. How would you feel if your daughter dated somebody just like that? I'm sure you would pull a gun, you know, quick. on them quick, or do the worst and and teaching yourself right, to teach your sister, women like that like they exactly. like would be. well that was the problem i saw the dad <laughs> treat the mom like this <laughs> well, sure. i saw the sisters put up with shit like this and i'm just like it okay, a okay it, it's a bad cycle and i'm not going to be part of this yeah. and i'm so thankful like um i don't w- i don't wish bad on nobody you know the, they could be stuck in their own world and think that that's happiness, but that's not ha- happiness for me. And that's not mm-hmm. how I was raised. I wasn't raised by an abusive father or a dad who put my mom down. And the down. sucky
0: part is that they make the good times really feel like they're fucking great times. Like you're like.
1: Like up up on a pedestal. Yes. <laughs>
0: 'Cause they bring you up there just to fucking oh knock that shit down from under you. It's like
1: a game and that's why they that's why they word it like on social media, like they'll go get a new supply.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's really weird that they name it that way, but they'll go that get a new is. supply who's gonna not know their shit and who's gonna be so easy to manipulate. But not over here, baby, not no more. And it's crazy
0: because like sometimes you try to warn, you know, whoever they're dealing with, like Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. So, so did I, because yeah. he was still trying to hit me but up. But we look crazy, and we yeah, look stupid. and she stupid was like, we that's look- a fake number. Like, that's not him. And I'm like, girl, I will delete the contact name. And she still didn't listen. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, don't listen to me. But I was trying to warn you and help you out, like, yeah. to avoid that situation. Exactly. But you want it. Yeah. I'll be the crazy one all day. Exactly. But, I, again,
1: I don't wish bad on nobody. And I actually did hear from the person who uh, was with him after me. And it it broke my heart hearing that person cry over the phone to me. And I didn't have one bu- one bad bone in me to be like, oh, that's what you get. Yeah. You know, that's what you get for not listening to me. Or that's what you get for not listening to the girls who knew my story, who went to go tell you. And you still want to go put yourself in this position because this person's such a beautiful and powerful and, and such a great person you, and a great mother. And you
0: can change them too, though
1: yeah i just hope the best for everybody and how i said earlier i do think that these people do have hope but they have to want to have change within themselves but man that's crazy that is crazy
0: i think it's also hard seeing someone like you love in that type of situation like granted like i've been in it so seeing someone deal with that i have to keep taking my mind space like back to like
1: when you were in their yeah. shoes.
0: which is hard because it's like, I don't want, you don't, you want to avoid that for them and you're just mm-hmm. like, just leave. Like, yeah. it's not going to get better. Just fucking leave.
1: But then it's hard, but you can't tell these women or men because men go through it yeah. too. You know, men go through these uh, relationships where women are physically abusive, verbally abusive or constantly put them down. And I think it's harder for a man to hear that because as a man, you're a natural provider or you should want to be a natural provider. So when a female puts you down like that. But when you have a friend or a family member or somebody you know in that relationship, you can't just tell them you're dumb, uh-huh. you you chose so him, you knew how he was. That. Yeah. And it's like it's how you said you gotta put yourselves in their shoes and just understand that everybody has their own time of when they're gonna leave. And it's
0: really hard to be supportive because you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why? You see it from the outside. <laughs> but it's like Telling them they're dumb, like, is only adding on to the abuse they've already receiving at home. Like, they're that guy's telling her she's dumb or he, vice versa.
1: I've been in those shoes every fucking day. My girls, my mom, you know, my family was telling me, like, you know, the obvious of what was going on and the obvious of what I already knew the answer to. But I went back, like, two or three times because I just felt like I wasn't strong enough to leave that person so
0: yeah i think i read somewhere it takes about seven times seven times from someone leaving to actually leave
1: and i don't know the statistics but i know there are statistics of how many women actually survive because they waited too or how many women didn't survive i'm sorry i said that wrong because they waited too long and that's really sad we had a case here in bakersfield um a few years i i don't know the details because i didn't know either of the the people involved but there was a pregnant young woman who i think from what i read kept allowing her abusive partner in and out of her life and you know he finally took her on that last joyride and it was a scary joyride and she didn't make it and he ended up cutting the baby out of her and all that stuff i don't know if you remember that story It, it was crazy but it's stuff like that that really breaks my heart that it's like We never know what's going on internally. It could have been abuse um, from either side. But to drive each other to that point, to want to hurt each other, that's scary. I've never wanted to hurt anybody. But believe me, I contemplated my own life being in relationships like that. And, man, to think like you could take your own life because of how somebody else is treating you is so sad. So sad. But, man... Touchy subject. I know.
0: Oh <laughs> my like, geez. Um, I,
1: after that, have you experienced anything similar to that or somebody who tried to like try to see if they could get away with that
0: with you? Um, no. My last one was just more like that whole like reactive abuse where he would like push me to get a reaction. Um, and like gaslighting like why are you like I he would make me feel like I was the problem, but it's like, yeah. like I remember when I moved out? Oh, yeah, that that reminds me. I'm going to
1: interrupt real quick. So my ex's family uh, of that time called me the narcissist. And I was like, wait, what? Are therapists actually diagnosed that person as the narcissist? Like, how am I the narcissist? But, yeah, they'll try to flip it on you like they you're love. the problem.
0: Um, but I remember when I moved out, uh, he was throwing all my shit on the ground. Randy, he was when I cheated. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So I was moving out and he was like, I want to make this as quick as possible. I'm like, same, bro. Like, let me stop throwing my shit.
1: Oh, we, we used to make, we're used to you making it yeah. as quick as possible. So,
0: so then I remember I was in the garage grabbing the stuff. I had it from there. And he was like, why do you have to be such a bitch? I'm just trying to make this as easy for you. And I was like, yes, yeah, throwing <laughs> my things on the floor is so easy. Thank you. Gosh, I'm so ungrateful. Oh. <laughs> um. Jeez.
1: Yeah, I remember when I moved out, too. I was nice. I even, like, wrote all the bills. I wrote all the bills, the due dates, the passwords, the 1-800 numbers if he needed to call for assistance. Um, And then the house is completely decorated with my personal mm-hmm. belongings of Christmas that belong to my parents. So, it, they're really important stuff to me. Well... <laughs> I think he told people that I like ruined his family's Christmas. And I was like, how did I ruin it? Cause I didn't even take my stuff during Christmas time. Like I let you have your complete holiday, your complete month, left my shit there. And I came to live on the floor somewhere with nothing besides literally my bed and my clothes and my child. So it's just amazing for a long time. It used to bother me. The picture that they used to paint of me. Or people who would like supposedly hear the other side of the story until I started realizing like I don't even have to explain myself anymore. And I was huge on explaining myself and I always always wanted to defend myself.
0: Your name to be cleared, but
1: sometimes you just gotta let just let them think whatever they want. They're gonna think it regardless. They're gonna have an opinion over you regardless. Even if you try,
0: like it's not worth the struggle of like how that makes you feel like you tell someone like no. no just think
1: what you want yeah other than that i mean there's there's even been like um after that relationship i have had maybe one or two people see how much they could get away with and and i'm like i've seen this behavior before like not that it's taught me something good but it's, it hasn't taught me nothing bad yeah. neither but i'm like yeah no i know where this is going because then i'm gonna spend a whole year with you you're gonna flip on me And I'm never giving anybody the power again to take so much away from me because it set me back so much in life. And thankfully, I'm not that person anymore to put up with that. And I feel like I've come a long way. So just to let you guys know, like, don't give up. Mm -hmm. You guys could definitely make it. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. That's
0: what we experience, And that's what we've seen. Um, but if you're in that situation or you're a friend of a friend in that situation, just be supportive and let them know that they're loved and they're not by themselves that they have you.
1: And always put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. Try not to be so judgmental or so pushy. I had my mom who was giving me a really hard time telling me like, Well, you're in that situation because you want to. After the second or third time I went I went back and I'm like, You don't understand. I don't have the money, I don't have the means, I don't have mm-hmm the funds to just leave today and where am I going to go? And I found myself crying in my vehicle, calling my guy friend like this just happened. Like, can I stay at your house? And it was crazy. But then I was so scared to go to that person's house because, because then not, not if he found me, but like, then that was another problem I was going to come home to, you know, like, Oh, you went to a guy's house. Well, like, it's not just any guy, like, you know that he's like my best friend and, and all this. And, um, but to end things on a positive note, what would you tell somebody who's listening right now who thinks that they can't get out or thinks, like, they're settling for that abusive relationship? What would you tell that person, guy or girl?
0: I think the first thing you have to do is make a plan, Yeah. set a goal. You know, if you have a job, start saving money. So Donate if- plasma. That's mm-hmm. how I
1: did it, ladies. I was donating blood for three months, and this dude never noticed when I was gone doing it. I would always do it during the day or during like before work or after work or
0: arrange my work around it. That's how I got my my next place. You, know, you can set up your paycheck to if it goes to a joint bank account, you can set a percentage to go to a different one and just tell him. Am hours back that? Or your okay, retirement? Whoever, <laughs> you know, whatever needs to be said and just make a plan, make a goal. You can get out. You, know, you don't have to be in that situation. And I'll be honest with you. Keep records of everything. Mm-hmm. You got screenshots?
1: Save them. You got threats, save them.
0: You got... Um, bruises,
1: pictures. Yeah, bruises and pictures. And um, I, I still have all that. And, you know, thankfully, I never had to use it in front of, like, a court. But I was so scared to get to that point. So, yeah, don't think that you have no options. Don't think you have no hope. You can definitely leave. And it gets better from here. The PTSD, how we were talking about, is real. So it's yeah. not going to be easy, but you could definitely leave.
0: On that and I hope you guys,
1: I'm not going to say enjoyed because it's a touchy subject. Yeah, I hope you could relate to the topic we talked about today. Or Or I hope you can't relate. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or have an understanding to how if you unfortunately, you know, get in this situation or have somebody in the situation, you think that, right. like, I know. you know, I know. What to say, or something. Um, but it's also not an achievement, but no. it feels good knowing that you got out of a situation like
1: that, that for you sure. were strong enough. So, with that being okay. said, thanks for listening, guys. All right, guys, have a good night. Bye.